Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Bubbles and Musings podcast. I am Chris. I'm Lisa. And I'm Evie. And we are the Beard Family. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we've started this podcast because we want to talk about uh, interesting topics that we've seen news articles about or philosophical things that we've come up with. And, And we're just a family of three that likes to sit around on Friday nights and have these conversations. So we thought we'd try and do it in podcast form. So today is our first episode uh, about which we're going to talk about cultured meat, uh, which is interesting for us as we are three vegetarians. Um, So we'll be addressing this topic today. Uh, We are recording this through Anchor. So if you have an Anchor account, uh, they promote... um, audience participation so you can message us through the anchor app if you don't have it of course you can download it create an account and find us there uh, and i hope you enjoy it all right so the topic that i want to talk about today is is <laughs> <laughs> what funny with the hand gestures is sorry um, so we saw an article on Engadget, which is one of the sites I use for work a lot. And it was a long form article on cultured meat. That is meat like substance. It is meat technically created in a lab from stem cells, stem cells of animals. And it is there are a number of companies that are trying to develop cultured meat, uh, and and some of them say that they will have some kind of product out before the end of this year. So I wanted to talk about that as three vegetarians yes. and animal lovers, what we thought about cultured meat. Well. So I see the benefits, the benefits being there's no factory farming, there's no animal cruelty, hopefully, but I see that there'd be a reaction similar to GMOs from people, because mm-hmm. there was such a distrust about GMOs, and I actually I read that article, and they talked about um, because GMOs rolled that out into the food chain and didn't tell people that that's why people distrust GMOs so much. So that's what Monsanto's CEO was talking about. He said that he regrets that decision and he wished he'd informed people about what they were doing because they just snuck it into the food chain and didn't tell anyone. So I'd see that if they, so it looks like they're learning from that so that they don't do that this time. Yeah, and trying to be more transparent. Trying to be more transparent about the process. But I think which which really is weird because that's more transparent than what they do for the food that's out there now. But I don't I don't know how I I don't know. It's a tough one. Would you as a vegetarian or vegan or vegan be okay consuming meat that was grown in a lab that did not Harm and, and the only animal that it 
I don't know if it may have harmed. I don't know where how they would have gotten yeah. the stem cells. That's what I would worry about. Um, yeah, it depends how it's made. So I haven't read it's, it. So how how would you make? Yeah, when you get your stem cells proprietary processes. That's that's the problem. But it's it's taking stem cells and reproducing those cells and having it in basically in a pet petri dish. Well, yeah. The other and problem make a muscle. The other problem too is what kind of animal do you get that stem cell from? Is the animal healthy? Is the animal diseased? Is the animal already infected? Uh, and, I would, and how, how frequently do they have to harvest those stem cells, in which case you still may end up having cruelty associated with it? Would you be able to take derivatives of, so have like a, an Adam, you know, a first, an Adam and Eve, or a first person, a first animal that was used that you got a stem cell from? I don't and know then create more in the lab and then take a cell from that to create more, you know, rather than always having to go back to a. I don't know how long that those things can last. I, this is, it's science that's far beyond my intellectual <laughs> capabilities. So, why I asked the question from more of a philosophical standpoint is. Well, I think it depends on why you're vegetarian or vegan. It also depends, like, the process and what it, what effects it would have on health afterwards. Because the thing with GMOs is that it is artificial. Mm -hmm. So that kind of artificial process has, like, negative effects on certain, like, health aspects of certain people. So how would something that's very much artificially made in, like, Petri dishes, like, how would that work? Right, and how it affects you, and it also depends on it on why you're vegetarian or vegan. So, yes. so that that's that's similar to the GMO issue, right? Mm -hmm. Which is you're altering, you're manufacturing something that's not natural. So, what does it do to our bodies over the long term? And then, whether you're vegan or vegetarian, if you're why you're vegan or vegetarian. So if you're if you're doing this because of health reasons, what would that mean? If you're doing it for health reasons, why because it's fat, right? People who well actually they're for their heart. They're talking about creating it as a low fat. It would be <clears throat> they would probably start off with stem cells from a, a prime animal. And modify it or do whatever they do in the lab, create their little lab magic to have a lower fat, more healthy version of it. Because in the article, it talked about some case tests where they've had it at like food conferences right. and things. And, and it's a, it's, it is very much a lean, non fatty meat by design. So, those, that group of People who've gone vegetarian or vegan for their heart, they'd be okay with it as long as they trusted the process. So it's really important that they're transparent on the process. It's really important what kind of animal cruelty is being like, done for the stem cells to be obtained. Well, like, if there is any, and if there is, how bad is it and what's happening? That, that's where people who are vegan or vegetarian because of animal rights, yeah. they wouldn't buy it if, if there was no transparency. If it was just one animal, and then that's all you needed to continue on, and it was safe, well, I don't know where that would 
I don't know. Personally, I'm not sure if I need it anyway, because I mean, we're it, it's also the amount of resources it takes to make this. Like, what is it required? In what terms kind of, and in, in terms of like equipment, in terms of how much stuff you need to make and how much time, because you are feeding like a lot of people. Mm -hmm. if, if we were to make this a sustainable, like, and very reliable source of meat, then how many resources does that take up? And also, it's just not. If, if we're already not eating meat and we can survive without eating meat, then going through all the trouble it takes to factory farm or make this meat, like it would be... Well, they're doing it for the environment. They're doing yeah. it for the other issues they want to save. They're doing it for the meat eaters. Yeah, they're doing yes. it for the environment. It, it's they're doing it to help, you know, so that there aren't all these animals in these situations. So it will be better, but... I think it would still be difficult for vegetarians and vegans to buy into because at that point, just the idea of it just coming from an animal in the first place still goes against their principles because they yeah. don't want to use anything derived from another animal. Some that's a that's a subgroup of the population that became vegan and vegetarian for that reason. Now, I saw in the article it said that PETA actually backs this. They're actually very much in support really? of this. Yes. Well, it is. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, certainly in the long run, it's it's definitely it, better. The big picture. Yeah, the big picture is know, a lot better. Yes, I don't know what happens to that one. It's just the origin, origin animal. Yeah. Yeah. Or however many origin animals they need to right. start this. Do they have to keep that one animal for many years in a cage or something? How would uh, that work? I don't know what's that. And can you even make something that's derived from only one animal? Like, would it, over time, how would because would, would it genetically yeah. morph into something else? Because that's that's the problem with the cloning things is is what happens with because I saw something recently where people it, it was discussed whether farmers should clone their herds of cows or whatever and. So that they'd all have the best cow of the group, but just multiplied. But they found that that wouldn't work because they're not resistant enough. If it if that specific animal had a gene that didn't allow it to like survive a certain temperature or made it harder to do something that they didn't know about, then all of them die because of that, rather than the herd kind of surviving on. So I don't know if some aspects of that can be taken into just using that one animal for that one meat. If there's something with like the muscle that. The, the genes in there wouldn't be diverse and they wouldn't change, they'd just be cloned. So they'd have to have more than one animal? That, I guess, I, I'm not sure how that would exactly work. Yeah, well. I don't know, that went over my head, so. <laughs> that was a very, very, very interesting topic. So, Evie, you said that you probably wouldn't eat it? I, it, it just depends. It depends the, I, I'm, I'm happy that it would be way less environmentally harmful and you wouldn't have the problem of like cesspools and all that horrible stuff happening and the slaughter of a bunch of animals. And I'd, I'd be happy about that, but I'd still prefer not to just because as it is, it's still, you're still conserving things by not eating meat. And if you're already not eating meat, I mean, it would be better to eat that meat than to eat other meat if you ever wanted to go back. But just for me personally, I don't think I'd do it. So. Lisa? Yeah. A I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I would. Oh, I don't know. 
if I was in a pinch, if I was traveling mm-hmm. and there's no options, because you found this a lot, if there's no options, then that's a good option to have if you're vegan or vegetarian. It's, it's sort of, you, it's not as bad as having a burger. It's because it's, yeah. I don't, but so if, if it's a pinch, I would, but I don't think I would regularly. I just don't, well, I'm at the point now where I don't like the idea of yeah. consuming another, consuming the muscle of an animal. I just, it just ugh, it grosses me out at this point. I probably would to start. At least I would want to do my, feel my part to help this industry along. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want it to succeed for all of those reasons that you talked about. It would help, help the environment a great deal. Yes, yeah. yes it and would. It would help animal rights. Um, so I, I probably would, but yeah, I don't know if it would be a, a, a staple of my diet. It would help if I traveled, when I traveled to have, to have that option. more choices and to not get into the discussion of, oh, we're, where can Chrissy eat, you know, when we're in Japan or wherever. And, so I, I probably would. I, I the question that I have at the end is, so what would then happen to cows? Yeah, because the thing by now is that they've been so genetically modified and changed over time, they can't possibly survive anywhere, basically. Yeah, you can see cows out in the wild, and yeah. you don't really keep cows as pets. It's like yeah, stuff you would like, just keep. Would there just be like? There'd always be someone keeping them as a pet. Oh yeah, but there'd be a ton of. I mean. I think they quickly become endangered. Yeah, they would. Yeah. The problem with with chickens is like over time, because they've been grown so much, is that they can't physically stand. Like some of them, some of them can't move. Some of them have Mm -hmm. a bunch of diseases. Like you can't counter in all of those, especially when there's like so many of them out there. So I don't know what would happen to them. I still think you might have a lot of people that kept chickens. Yeah, me too. The, they still have oh, their, their, their own little like mini farms, but not yeah. to the point of factory farming. Well, yeah. anyone who wants to live, live independently will own a cow and chickens and pigs and stuff. And a homesteader. I don't think you're going to convince them with this no. fancy new progressive, you know, manufactured meat. Right. That was an interesting topic. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you'd like to message through the Anchor account to leave a comment and tell us what you think, that would be great. And be sure to subscribe. Uh, see you next time. La 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 la